0: shit take a pic with these sweet tits on my shoulders save it on your desktop rename that folder indiana jones homes i'm running from these boulders and the breast part of waking up is two cups no folders
1: look bro
0: i like them in all sizes
1: she got melons
0: though and i'm some slices
1: i'm always looking low she
0: remind me where my eyes is she can't swim but yo she got some floating devices <laughs> hey. titties on my shoulders and the nipples on my neck shorty in the shower and her stomach's never wet and when you wear that bra it's a problem i bet and the best way to solve a problem is to get it off your chest She got back pains from the big boobs I know the shit gon' hurt her And with all the milk, she can feed your kids Her nude name is Gerber Damn, son, where'd you find this?
1: <laughs> on my shoulder, on my shoulder that's how we do it over here welcome ladies Ooh, and gentlemen man, to a, the tall dark and ratchet podcast i am your humble and gracious host mr marcel williams and i'm joined today by none other than mr keith pedro thank uh, you man
0: thank you for having me it's been a long time coming this is yeah it. first of all hey. first of all
1: <laughs> it's taking you too goddamn long you were supposed to be guest number one and you're officially guest number four
0: Whew! i um tough tough times man i got uh twins at home so it's
1: i feel it's you're crazy man we're gonna get into it but first i gotta drop the intro for you one time go ahead He's <laughs> He's all right now we can commence Ooh, man Ooh, that's you mean, no beats no i don't do any goddamn beats <laughs> um no but that's uh that's my niece on there she's only five years old and she recorded the tall dark and ratchet intro for me that's dope and then the the the, the beats was like someone gave that to you yeah so it's a uh producer from i think he's in winnipeg right now i know he was li- living out in london ontario for a while but he goes by the name neems N-E-E-M-Z. n-e-e-m-z and he just hit me up out of, out of nowhere and nice. um and he was like yeah hold on a second your microphone's gonna piss me off this
0: sorry gonna block your face okay there you go
1: there, there you go we gotta see that face okay all right so yeah let's get let's get into the to the family situations and so now obviously a lot of people have been affected by covid one way or yeah. another um you've been hitting the ground running back into these rooms as they're slowly starting to open up but you had not just you not just your girl but how many youths did you have at home with you during this whole four. quarantine Well, not four. four
0: youths it would be like two two twin boys at uh they turned when quarantine hit, they turned uh, 13 months. Wow. Okay. So yeah. now they're what, like 19, somewhere 19 in months, that. 19 months. Yeah. 19 months. And then I have a 14 year old son. See my 14 s- at May 30. And then my daughter's 18. So I don't even consider my daughter. Like,
1: yeah, she's a, she's a grown human. Grown human. She had her own friends. She had her own shit. She had to do it. <laughs> you know I mean? Fair enough. Um. So my sister has um also twin boys who are around two years old as well. And, are yours identical twins or are they fraternal twins? Identical twins. Okay. So course. do you find that their personalities are very similar then or no?
0: They're yin and the yang. Uh, they're, uh, one of them's like, uh, they're like andre 3000 and and (laughs) fucking big boy you know what i mean same result but different way of doing it that's cool
1: yeah i find that her kids are like one is like really proud of shitting himself and then the other one's kind of embarrassed and shy so i don't know if you you find that duality or they're just (sighs) they just both own it they're just they both they both really own it bless up <laughs> they both really own it cool so now how do you find that the state of um stand-up in in toronto is right now because i know obviously the clubs shut down during the, the first phase or whatever and then now they're slowly starting to come up but you like it seemed like everyone was scrambling to do like a garage show or like a, a park show or a speakeasy or yeah. lounge or whatever so but
0: we had that already we were doing our bare jokes we had our speakeasy so it was nothing when they were just like all right now you could have 50 people or like okay let's start doing the shows and that's exactly what happened so i mean it's it's <laughs> dude like uh i don't i, don't, I feel like
1: i feel like you guys were yes you guys were running your own shows but if you were let's say for example uh, like an up-and-coming comic and you wanted to go to open mics and stuff like that like you, oh you couldn't yeah so you, you had to create advantage. your
0: own show that was it it was that's why the, the covid is like it's like it's it's Exactly. If you're a small business, it's, it's it's like comics. It's like comedians. If you're small, if you're a small comedian, you're not going to make it. You know, you're not. It's hard because you got you have you have your own following. So what was good about us is we already had shows. We had people doing, speakeasy was something we were already doing. You know, we were doing these uh, art gallery shows and fucking outdoor garage shows. And we were already doing that shit. So when they were just like, oh, cut down the millimeter, the amount of people. So we were just doing our own thing. So I feel I feel that like that that COVID is is. It weeds out. It, it's weeding out the the non-hustlers, the dead weight. Yeah, the guys Fair who enough. just who, who are depending on other people to help. Guys them. like me. <laughs> no, I was playing. No, so so no, my you got your own thing. Yeah, you got your own thing. You've been grinding. You hustling.
1: I try. I try. But my situation was is was interesting in that I for the most part, whenever I decide to take a break from comedy, which is the worst thing you can do ever because when you're rusty and two people don't want to put you on the shows. cause like this guy's always fucking one foot in one foot out. Um, so when I moved to Kelowna, I, I made it a mission to make sure like whatever, there's one comedy room. They're only popping yeah. three days a week. I'm going to hit up as many shows as possible, which, nice. which is what I did. But yeah. the problem is, is that that doesn't translate when you come to Toronto trying to get onto shows and stuff. Cause they haven't seen your stuff and I don't, I don't post my stuff online. Yeah. Um, so it makes it a little um, bit more challenging to kind of,
0: yeah, but I mean, that's, what that, that's where that's where you go anywhere if if you even if you tried to do this in toronto uh montreal fucking new york la you know so i feel like it's it's you just uh what another comic i'm not gonna say his name he was he was he wanted to go to another town and he was jumping back and forth and i was just like you know sometimes you could just if you want if you if your end goal is to become a comedian like a santa comedian i think you gotta stay in one spot So you can get everything in that, you know?
1: Yeah, I totally agree. Because if I look back, because I started comedy probably 10 years ago. um, And when I first started, I was in Winnipeg. So I had the consistency of doing every single show in the city. I I built up a little bit of a bubble, but then I prematurely came out to Toronto, which was also due to the fact that, you know, I had some weed charges and stuff. and I just need to get the hell out of the city. Um, But just to kind of give some context as to how we kind of linked up initially is that I... Um, was on Twitter very heavily back in 2010 or whenever it was. Yeah. And um, I would always, you know, engage with whoever I I, I thought had, you know, great material or whatever. Yeah. And then I remember seeing somebody post something about your birthday. So I was like, oh, you know, happy birthday to Canadian legend, something, you know, very simple, like, or whatever. And then you actually were like, oh, okay, dope. We're retweeting, then slid in your DMs and, on a whim without have ever having yeah. seen my stuff i i was like yo if ever i'm in toronto if you can ha- kind of point me in the right direction you're like oh let me put you on a show yeah and then you right away you put me on this show it was um fox and fiddle Keelan finch okay dope yeah 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 i put you on to josh elijah's room yeah 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 and yeah. um I did well. And and for me, it was that was kind of a, a, a confirmation because it was the first time I'd ever done stand-up outside yeah. of my city. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, I, I'm kind of nice. So yeah. then for me- And that's I, a rowdy show. That's a, that's a show that some people in Toronto won't even do. Like, I do I'm not going there. That's what I liked about it is yeah. that it was like, they'll tell you if you suck. Like when there's a guy in the front yeah. with a grill who just finished smoking a blunt, and he's like, yo, fam, your bach, your, your, your shits are beat, fam. Like, what are you dealing with? It's like, you have to perform and like, yeah, yeah people get loud and whatever. And then, um, yeah, so, so for me, when I moved to Toronto in 2013, I was like, you know what? I was like, let me just kind of dip my feet into it. But then I started to work and then I just found this, this difficult balance of trying to juggle both things at once where now i've i've kind of put myself in a position where i'm like fuck it like this is what i want so this is what i need to do so um yeah i'm gonna have to piggyback your ass again and fucking (laughs) get get on these shows doggy
0: (laughs) yeah no of course man of course i think i think um it the hustle the hustle is is staying consistent it's like it's like you know you, have, you talk about weed charges. It's like you probably were a good weed dealer because you just always had work.
1: Of course. Right?
0: So that's it. Let's just always have work.
1: That's Well, and that's just that's it. it. Is that because somebody... Always,
0: always just have
1: it. Of course. Because if, if you don't, guess what? The other guy around the block, he's definitely got it. that same work. It might not be as good, but at the end of the day, people just need that, that content, if you will.
0: Yeah, they need the content. They need you
1: know which brings me to the fact that you had a podcast i yes. feel like a lot of people took covid as an uh, as a, a reason to be like listen i'm at home it doesn't yeah. take much like a little microphone let me upload some shit everyone started a podcast yes for me it was an idea that i'd had for years i just didn't really necessarily want to start a podcast unless i knew i was going to be consistent with it yeah so now you got how many episodes into your podcast
0: yeah five in
1: five in and five in it's it's difficult to manage because people think like okay it's just an hour you're just talking shit but like the prep that goes behind it the afterwards the editing and all that yeah, kind of shit and, and just guests and stuff like it is but then and then things like I, and
0: then that shit happened up where we can get more people and then we started doing our own shows and then um i saw an opportunity to do an, a recording to to do a set and then like all this other shit happened and i'm like yeah i'll put the the, the podcast on a a back burner because like I was doing it the way I wanted to do it. But, um, you know, I feel like having, you know, someone with you is always good.
1: And, um,
0: there was a lot of, there was a lot of things, but I, I'm glad I got a good response. I got a really good response. So I know that, uh,
1: well, I've listened to all five episodes, yeah. and I gotta say, like, you are a natural when it comes to speaking on mic. Like, because for a lot of people, I find that they don't really cross over as easily. Like, if you're good on stage, or if you're good um, doing whatever field that you're in, even if you're a specialist, it doesn't necessarily convey on a microphone. So, I find that yeah, you have this this natural delivery, but you also Thanks, have experience. Man. You have experience in broadcasting. Yeah, well, kind of. You did you did much music video on trial. That was yeah, that, that, was, that was That was something. Yeah, that was something. So how was that experience? Because you were doing that for how long? uh oof, I was doing that for a good
0: two years. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, no, it was like two, yeah, two three years. I was doing that, and then it got sold to Fuse TV, and um, yo that was fun, man. That was a fun time. That was the one thing where like they don't have that now in, in canadian comedy there's not there's not that one show that you can just be on and then now you're like oh you yeah, knocked yeah, it off yeah. the list like before it was like a comedy now and video on trial it's like if you have a comedy now and and you're on video on trial it's like yo know, you you can just show up to any room and be like yo that's that guy he's on video on trial like you, you can't do that now
1: yeah the you can't flex you is can't pull you, yeah
0: you can't pull up and be like that's that guy
1: well, you can pull up like that, but they He's won't be like, theory. yeah, that's that guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. like, what's the credit though? Now nah, there's no credit. It's like, have you ever thought of doing your own kind of like that similar platform where either you make fun of like current music videos or you, whatever, like just. Some- oh, I
0: got something going
1: on. Oh, Ooh, I got
0: something going. I got something going on with a, uh, a production team in Canada. Um, it's uh, where we. um where we roast, uh, um, social media posts. It's called <laughs> roast a post. Roast a post. Roast a post. Well, that's dope. So it's like everyday struggle meets video on trial.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. You know and I mean? how many guys are in this panel, or how many people? do you- That's what
0: we're trying to figure out. We're trying to sell this to the network, and then the network's gonna tell us how we want it. But I, I picture it like, you know, me, you, two, three other guys. You know, bunch of like, you know, like, like a, a like a main like myself, a mediator, you know, a co-host like an Ali Uper, and then like people who just keep switching, like, you know. Dope. Like the three people. And then we'll have like themes, you know, like mm-hmm. vacation posts. Nice. And everybody roasts their vacation
1: posts. See, that's dope. I like when I when I see something that's kind of taking the element of let's say podcasting or yeah. whatever, but you're making it your own. Like I don't know if you're familiar with Theo Vaughn and Brendan Schaub show King and this thing, where what they'll do is they have um certain top like not topics but like um these themes or whatever where it's like um flaunt my aunt where like people will send in pictures of their auntie and then these guys just pretty much be like yeah i'd give her a couple of whatever like just comment on whatever these user submissions are or whatever right yes
0: um uh, tell you the truth man like i yo so i get a, I get a, i get a link up on instagram and this dude's like yo man um do you want do you want to uh do you want to open for Theo Whoa! 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 I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. "Yeah, sure, man. What's, what's the pay? When? When is it?" And the guy's like, "No idea who the fuck this guy was." Psych. I'm like, I'm... That's the wrong number. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Damn. So, well, what's interesting is that I just kind of recently got put on to Theo vaughn That's what I mean. But dude,
0: this guy was doing last five theater shows, all sold out. People kept coming back. Again, DMs and guys were like, yo, man, I came to three of the five shows. You're dope. I love how you kept switching your material. Like I was open up for this guy. I had no idea. Motherfuckers were screaming out catchphrases and shit. I'm like, I oh, oh, yeah. need catchphrases.
1: What the fuck am I doing out here? Well, you know what's interesting about <laughs> Theo is that I found that a lot of people who went to his stand-up show, because I went to a show in Vancouver in March of last year, which was sold out and whatever. And he yeah. had a couple guys opening for him. But he like what was interesting is that I would say probably 80% of the people there were from his podcast.
0: Oh, everybody! A hundred percent of people there was from his podcast.
1: Because I I caught wind of him from seeing him on Joe Rogan, and then I started listening to the, his King in This Thing King in This Thing at podcast with Brendan Shaw, and like he would have jokes where he's like, um, he's like, oh, what does that say? He's like, I bet you uh, Brendan Shaw couldn't read that right now, whatever. And people are like dying because they, it's an inside joke from his podcast. Yeah, so I find it interesting that now comedy is in this this weird lane, especially because of networks in L.A. Like, you know, you've got you've got Joe Rogan, Chris D'Elia, you rest in peace, um, Theo Vaughn and so on and so forth. They all kind of do each other's podcast where now if you're a fan of one of them, you end up being a fan of all of them. So then you end up going to these guys stand up shows when you never really heard their stand up, but you just liked their personality on on a podcast. Exactly. So. Do you think Toronto could ever get to a place where there's a network similar to a Los Angeles or New York where it's a circuit where people are bouncing? So you've got Keith at Real, I've got Tall Dark and Ratchet, you've got Norm and, and Marlon and Alicia doing the Extra Gravy Show and everyone's just kind of bouncing right around right. doing each other's, um, every, everyone's pods and stuff like that. Or do you feel like Toronto doesn't really have that same kind of unity for well, got
0: to think LA, California alone has 2 million more people than we have in Canada. So that, yeah, I think put that in consideration, you know, like they're, the population's huge. So, I mean, together, to get a following, you know, if like, for example, if I'll, I'll see a comic in, in the States and he'll, he'll be like a new comic on the scene and you look at his Instagram following and he's got like fucking 8,000, 10,000 followers, mm-hmm. you know, you look at a comic here on the scene, it's new, whatever, he'll have like 1,800, <laughs> 1,600, you know what I mean? Like. And yet how you could tell who's new you know, in a seven hundred and eighty,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know.
0: But it's and I think a lot of a lot of that is has to do with you know, Demi- s- yeah, the statistic, location, statistics, and population. Like he he hasn't think about it. Like if if we do a show, you know, the major cities we have to hit are like Winnipeg, and then it's got like like what's another like
1: what, Edmonton.
0: How many kilometers is that away?
1: Thing. yeah it's a, it's a hop skip and a jump it's, no, I mean, it's a hop end.
0: skipping we we hop and skipping and we're jumping yeah. you know so uh can that happen in in toronto uh i mean it could, it could happen within the community in toronto but not like a international basis like i don't think i don't think a guy yet can, can blow up to a point where like he's you know going to Chicago and selling out theaters and going to fucking like The Vaughn came to fucking Toronto and sold out Queen Elizabeth Theater fucking five
1: nights yeah it was his first time in Vancouver and he crushed I think it was five, five nights as well yeah insane. it's interesting and I find that when I see stuff like um, obviously Drake is an anomaly but I mean for him to have been able to put Toronto on the map in, in terms of music It's interesting because you'll see that in different cities around the U.S., for example, Big Sean, you know, he'll take over the torch of Detroit from Eminem. And then you'll get you'll obviously New York has every other week there's a new guy who claims to be the king of New York or whatever. But I, I don't feel like that translates in comedy because like Dave Chappelle, arguably one of the best, hasn't necessarily put DC on the map as being a hub for comedy. Like, he'll have a Donald Rawlings that he can put on from there or whatever. But he obviously holds his own as well. Well, Martin
0: Lawrence is also from DC.
1: Martin Lawrence as well. You know what I mean? But But even still, so with that being said, you've got three of maybe the top 40 comedians that have come out. Yeah. And DC is still not known as that hub. And I feel like even with Toronto, like, if somebody were to cross over from Toronto on a big scale, I don't know that it would put that magnifying glass well, on the city think, as being a city think,
0: of um the thing with comedy is like where you're actually from is not really a big part of the the makeup you know what i'm saying it's not mm-hmm. like no one's out of here like yo man bill Burr's reppin', where is repping where's he from <laughs> i don't boston? fucking know or oh, boston, no, boston
1: you know, yeah like, no one's like, rogan rogan reps boston every every fucking podcast he's I know, talking but daddy, he's talking about like, he,
0: he's like a podcast but he's talking he's on a platform where he talks for n- two hours a week is it <laughs> no it's
1: like it's like three hours an episode he does like three four sometimes yeah. in a week so he's talking like like 12 hours a week which is nuts
0: yeah so i mean he has to talk about where he's
1: from you know yeah I mean? it's true you run out of things to to discuss at that point now i remember seeing something i don't know if it was on your twitter bio or your instagram bio once upon a time but it said that you were the drug dealer on degrassi
0: drug dealer on degrassi
1: is there any truth to that oh yeah buddy why well, I've, uh, I've been trying to find these clips i'm trying to see you out here slang did you ever do you ever sell anything to wheelchair jimmy
0: uh, no 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 so this was after this was post this was post jimmy um the next see. generation yeah i was the next generation degrassi next generation what the fuck was my guy my character's name again uh fuck so good so uh
1: <laughs> i want to say it was like like uh miguel or some shit like that
0: no it was like ray ray or something, oh, Lord. Or something. like it was it was funny but uh like it was a could have been an anybody name. It like, could have been mm. any ethnic name. Like, you know, like a Scott. Actually, no, Scott's a Scott, so for sure a white dude. But <laughs> uh, Scott, Scott's definitely a white dude. Come guy. on, man. Scott's the guy who, Scott is the guy you see with his shirt off playing that fucking trampoline ball game when he's throwing the ball.
1: Oh, 100%. He's that, well, that's the, tetherball type shit.
0: Nice hit, Scotty. Nice follow through, Scotty.
1: Big facts. Now, okay, um, um, so you yeah. did the Degrassi drug dealer thing, but like, so do you have, um, an agent for comedy and acting, or is it just kind of like, you just kind of get gigs here and there? Like,
0: no. So what I happened was I had, I had an acting agent and then I had, uh, uh, touring, then I had like a touring agent, like yuck, yucks and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then, um, uh, I, I left, uh, my agent and then now I'm with diamond field.
1: Uh, gotcha. So-
0: so uh they do comedy they do a lot of stuff uh they run the alt dot you know i'm with them so you know what i mean and then now i'm also with the Akiaks Yuck and stuff sick
1: yeah. so if you could have like a, a dream role in the sphere of comedy would you want to be predominantly stand-up or would you want to do something like rogan where you, you know you're hosting something you're doing your own podcast you're able to do stand-up or do you want to just focus on one thing if you had the option of just exploding in one lane or one
0: field. I mean being being a stand up comedian is, is like if you if you're a fucking dope ass like if I could go to like Kevin Hart Dave Chappelle level um seeing is it, like if I could choose which one um uh to tell you the truth I would love to do you know movies produce shows I would love to do I would love to do it um you know uh Donald Glover style you got know? you do some because you heard some tracks too you know just drop, drop an album one
1: time, you know, just so do you team
0: up with Jamie Fox for a bit? You know I, I mean?
1: totally agree, and I and I was kind of thinking about it, and like the correlation between especially comedy and hip hop. Like you've got guys like Ludacris who started off as radio personalities and stuff like yeah. that. You got guys like Little Dicky who's predominantly com- comedic, but you know he's a good rapper. Yeah, I always find that there's and it, this has been an old saying is that rappers want to be comedians, comedians want to be rappers because even like Drake, if you've ever seen him live, like yeah. he'll pretty much roast people in the crowd and stuff. Yeah. Like they they work very well hand in hand so i i know you you had some affiliation to running at the mouth are you still working on stuff right now or is it something that's um, just kind of whenever you feel like it you just jump into yeah the we
0: had we had an, another project going on and then um i had something that i wanted to do with, with quarantine and then it, it it just didn't fall through we had an i had our producer home he's out in l.a so he's killing it right now he's doing his own thing but uh like it, it's weird because I will. I think, in order for other lanes to open up, you got to open up one lane first. You know, mm. like, like at the end of the day, like you know, Do- Donald Glover did start with a, with a comedy special first.
1: Yeah, he did. Well, he did YouTube first, and then weirdo. Yeah,
0: and then he started writing for like
1: thirty. Uh, 30 rock no, he started writing
0: for Thirty Rock first, and then he did the stand. Yeah, up, right. So like, you know, you got to focus on one lane. But I would love to just straight up. I was telling someone else, man, like, bro. If I had a fucking choice, man, or a chance, I would straight up be Krusty the Clown. I'll, I'll sell out everything. I'll endorse everything, man. I'll sell out everything. I'll,
1: Hell yeah. I'm trying to make fucking money. Listen, my guy, I... Kevin
0: Hart shit. Like, I got a shoe deal. Are you dumb? You know, people hate, people hate Kevin Hart on, on some of the shit he does, but it's like, motherfuckers, his grandkids are gonna be balling. His <laughs> grandkids going to be balling. Like,
1: I don't... No, it's facts. At the end of the day, it's like the way like you said it best, like you need to focus on the one thing in order to be able to open up opportunities for other things. Because even Kevin Hart, I mean, the same thing for him, like he grinded on stand up. Then he was able to do these little TV shows and then yeah. he got hosting gigs and then so on and so forth. He has a podcast now, too. I don't think it's really slapping like that. Uh, yeah. I I haven't listened to it personally. Yeah. What's up um,
0: from the heart or something?
1: Probably. motherfucker has got his own heartbeat productions. He's doing the most. Um, so yeah, no, I mean, that is the dream. Like even right now I I have three pitches in my laptop, um, that I plan on pitching and they're all so different. Yeah. One has nothing to do with something that I've ever done, which is a, a question I was going to ask you, yeah. is there something that, so for me, it's, it's barbering where I would never do it, but I'm very Fascinated by the passion behind it and like the the growth from the last twenty years, because like if you think about it, twenty years ago, motherfuckers were getting the same little taper at best, but now people are getting hair tattoos uh, yeah. and the coloring. Yeah, and all the, of... the
0: barber art is fucking dope too, because also, also Instagram has helped a lot of like people like that, you know, blow up. um Is there an art that I'm that I'm?
1: Like, yeah, into? or just a career? Like even if you just see like that, you know, plumber down the street, you're like, yo, um, that's even. You know,
0: tell you the truth, man. I I appreciate. I think. Um, this this type of art form and this I don't know art well that's an art form. Um, this type of skill is like um one of the hardest and you know fucking skateboarding man. If you're, if you're a skater dude, shit is hard, man.
1: That is hard. I can't uh, even stand on that shit. Man, that's
0: the hardest thing. I, I always was like I dress like a skater, but I can't even skate. Yeah, you know I mean, I love, have you I tried? Love like, have given oh, I've tried. It a good chance? Oh, I've tried, man. I've tried. I think I I fell when I was younger. And it was, it was bad. So then it just threw me off. It just threw me off. Right. But I just love the whole art form behind it. And like the, the sound of like motherfuckers just like grinding and like that skateboard at that, that
1: noise. How do you feel about skater chicks? I used to have a thing for Avril Lavigne back in the day. She used to, uh, I, I don't even know excited. about
0: skater chicks. How you choose. There ain't no, you don't see a bunch of fucking, you know, Instagram don't show you algorithms with skater chicks
1: twerking and shit. Yeah, that's true. That is true.
0: You know, fucking ass shots of a, of a skater chick. You know, so
1: I don't know. Uh, I don't think you really develop much of an ass with skateboard. Actually, I don't know. With the kickbacks, like the kick push, you might be getting a little bit of squat action on it. Maybe we're getting, I we're, mean, maybe we're sleeping on skater chicks. Maybe that's the untapped lane.
0: I mean, like, I mean, she'll suck your dick anyway, man. She can see her they, all on her knees. They, they all will. They all will. They <laughs> all <laughs>
1: will. Like, listen, I don't want to be a misogynist, <laughs> but the reality is we're all just human beings. We all have libidos. At the end of the day, skater chick, chef, fucking uh receptionist they all have and maybe will eventually have a penis near or around their mouths unless that is not their sexual orientation and even then they may be open to it at some point in time
0: i mean any oral fixation sexually in a public area can be done with any person and or gender really nigga yeah
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Um, no, for sure. But okay. So speaking of women and and in this cancel culture, I found that, um, so I'm from Winnipeg originally. I wasn't on Twitter for about seven years up until this year. And when I went back on, the climate was different. And okay. I noticed immediately after Chris D'Elia had been canceled in yes. Los Angeles, yes. um, Winnipeg kind of has this inferiority complex where they're like, well, if we're going to get rid of this sicko, we got some sickos over here too. Let's cancel everyone. And they ended up trying to sewer like over 200 guys, just like posting them on online and stuff like that. Were you one of those guys? No. Well, no, actually, I, I got canceled later that week for completely different reasons because I made a fat joke that didn't really go off very well on on twitter so they tried to cancel me but i had the time i was going out here instead of like hiding in a shell in the fetal position i was going out every single person i'm a big person. fan you
0: know, that that fat shaming joke that bill burr has you know that one
1: um where
0: he talks about uh, uh there's no what's the point of he doesn't understand of why is it so offensive to fat shame someone when it's like that's something that they're not born with that's something that they can easily change that and no that it's, <laughs> it's unhealthy it's, it's just it's just Here's the thing, man. I think if if there's anybody you can make fun of, you can make fun of a fat person. Let's be honest. Like
1: that's what I'm thinking because this whole thing about oh it's big boned and you know my genetics and whatever. It's like nah, fam. Because here's my thing. I don't want to seem like you know we're out here trying to you know body shame because I know people are very sensitive about their image and you know causes depression and so on and so forth. But my logic is this: if we're seeing these coronavirus deaths that are are at a higher rate for somebody who has diabetes or is overweight. Listen, if I'm trying to fat shame you, it's trying to save your life. If I'm telling you, listen, bro, you could lose a few pounds. I'm That's trying so to much te- much I'm trying to help child. you out
0: make some sacrifice
1: that's what i'm saying because I, I mean like yeah. e, like people get muscle shamed and shit like that but why do you think those guys don't care because like bro i'm 52 and i still look 37 like what are you talking about like you can clown me all you want yeah i take roids and i'm blessed and i'm out here piping these young things
0: i remember when i was younger I, I had like quite a little stutter and uh, people made fun of me so then i went I, I worked hard to like just develop comebacks and like be a smart ass and that's how i become a comedian so and I get to live my dream because someone made fun of me first. So it's like...
1: Today, Junior!
0: <laughs> exactly. So you, you know what I mean? So, Kids
1: are cruel. Um, but
0: that's what, like, look, man, if I wasn't fucking stutter shamed...
1: Well, I was the, motherfucking,
0: the same. They turn to st- I turned the stutter into butter. Now look at me, man. I'm fucking living it. You I'm, changed I'm just, it, right? I'm but, just saying. And that's you the thing. You turn is- the cholesterol to just, you know... Getting it all. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to.
1: Okay. And this guy says he's a rapper. No, I'm playing. Um, but no, that's 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 the thing. Like when you're making fun of somebody's race, they can't change that. So that's mm. like, you know, that's that's discrimination because you're literally pointing out something yeah. that cannot be changed. Race
0: or even like their mental health or whatever. Like, even I get the mental health thing, but like I understand the motherfuckers obese. You know what I mean? He's like, but like a fat-shaming person, like I'm talking about like, dog, you know you bought those second bag of Doritos. Yeah, you made that saying. choice, you know that. You have fit friends. I'm not talking about that guy who's like 500 pounds and his whole family's 500 pounds. Like, this is all he knows. I'm talking about the motherfucker that, yeah, where you know you're fucking overweight. You can you can see it. It's coming through the pores. And we're back.
1: Camera malfunction, But as you can see, uh, Keith's side is better lit now. So... Now and you so can am see him. I'm
0: actually more better
1: lit. <laughs> He's definitely more lit. We uh, break for about 17 minutes and he crushed seven beers. So but fat shaming, you know, hit the gym. But now back to some yeah. let's get in some real smoke over here. So now Tory Lane's versus the Meg the Stallion. This is something that's been going on since June or July of this year. And it still seems slightly inconclusive, which is what I named the episode um last week because. You would think that in a situation like this where, um, let's say, for example, Chris Brown and Rihanna, they were both in the car. She came out real bruised. It was an open, shut case. We knew what happened. We knew what transpired. That motherfucker's canceled. He had to go do the whole press run and apologize and wear the little fucking baby blue jumper and shit. Well, he was at that time. He was he wasn't even allowed to tour anywhere. People did not fuck with Chris Brown at that time. This is 2008. Think about it this way. Twelve years later he's he's now he's he's able to kind of you know do what he was doing before but like people are still fuck chris brown to this day there's still a huge amount of people who say yeah. fuck chris brown right exactly. so with tory lanes in this situation it's a little bit different because it's a worse crime because he fired a weapon at a unarmed black woman on her own and he connected with her feet allegedly but now the problem is is that she's come out and said She's changed her story a little bit, saying that initially, you know, she had stepped on some glass and her foot was kind of scraped up or whatever. And then they pulled out bullet fragments from her feet, to which she later on said, well, yeah, I was trying to protect somebody. So that's why I said I stepped on glass um, because I didn't want somebody else to get into trouble. But in the initial story also claimed that the gunshots that were heard were right outside of Kylie Jenner's house, which later on the story changed that, no, it was... Outside of the premises, and that she tried to leave and get out the car, and then he fired at her from behind, and that it hit her feet. But she has no wounds to any tendons or any bones in her feet. So the whole thing kind of seemed weird. And then finally, Meg Thee Stallion decides that she's going to go on Instagram Live and say, Listen, you guys and your PR team, you guys keep trying to throw me under the bus and change the narrative. I've had enough of it. So yeah, this nigga Tori shot me. He shot me, and he wanted to shoot me. So it seemed like okay. Well, I guess we've heard what we've needed to hear. Tory Lanez is officially canceled. Let's all move on. But there was still this looming feeling of he hasn't been charged yet. He hasn't been deported. She has said that he's <coughs> shot her, but she's bounced Isn't it back into her. To press charges? Not necessarily, because if you're firing a, a weapon as a Canadian in the U.S., there's laws against that. No.
0: I mean, yeah, but is he? Is he? Doesn't he like a, have American citizenship? Because he was living in Florida, right, for a little bit. He's uh, he's.
1: Still I don't know. In, I don't. He's still in Miami.
0: Yeah, I don't know his actual <laughs> citizenship. I don't know his immigration status, but yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. No, I, I I don't know. I honestly don't know the whole. I don't. There's a little beef behind it. Like, the thing about Tori, Lee. I just think the whole, cu- the couple alone is very fun, funny. To, to, to oh, for sure. She's, she's, a, she's a bigger girl and he's a smaller, smaller, smaller guy.
1: See, now I thought that's maybe how the argument started is that she's like, yo, little man and whatever. And then he was like, yeah, well, you look like a dude or something crazy like that. And then she maybe put hands on him because yeah. she has a history of domestic violence. She's beat. She's gone to prison for beating up her ex-boyfriend before. So this isn't new territory for her. So that's why I'm like, I, I'm very curious to hear the other side of the story, but I'm going to play you the record and uh because you haven't listened to it yet. And then we'll, we'll who's, who's dissect is, this. This is Tory Lane's. So this is Tory Lanez. He dropped this on Friday. It's entitled Um Daystar, which is his government name. Yeah. And the song I'm gonna play for you is called Money Over Fallout. It's one of the crazier stories we've heard of, guys. I know. As it's unfolding, it's like. Tori Lane, okay. Now I'm the from thing that The whole night wrote. unfolded on social media. You are the alleged shooter, of Megan, Instagram in the pool with Tyler Jenner. Is she backtracking with what she said
0: originally? Is this, you know, maybe that's why they don't have a report. Donkey today. Some bitch is trying to take up a Tori, and it's more to the story. Bitch, it ain't, it ain't nothing Tory to the Lane story. Tori Lane not allowed in the last place.
1: She's gonna get deported. <laughs> donkey today for Friday, August 21st. Goes the day star Peterson. So they got pulled over, and she had been shot already three. Wow, well, donkey at the police and then Things shot like him? that you he a was, he was sucker he's the king sucker he's the, he's the biggest Corey sucker Lane's in the Cass is looking for you dog because the police came out saying you didn't even know she was shot that's who I believe man the best thing for Tory Lanez is for real he needs to just be gone done with this you gotta know the truth
0: this already sounds corny as fuck
1: it's on some back to back shit
0: I mean like yeah no like not for the this. this guy's pleading his case about shooting a girl in the foot <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. I mean, yeah
1: when he uh, starts bringing in the real estate guy it's kinda like what what are you doing with?
0: Um you know the a Lionel saying you know uh some about like he she was wearing his jewelry on his birthday or something
1: like that. Oh yeah yeah, so he he on his birthday she went um and made a post wearing jewelry that he had given her.
0: And he's he, see <sighs> So first where's,
1: of all, where's
0: your where's your where's your barrel? Where's your See that right there <laughs> is proof that he is from Brampton. Like only a fucking like Brampton waste man <laughs> will let a girl like you know what I mean? Like you bought this bit of jewelry already?
1: You know. Well, um, that's the thing. Okay, so now what are your sentiments before because I feel like you already have a little bit of resentment towards Tory prior to no, this? No, I situation. like I here's the thing
0: about Tory Lane's man. Um he was very I was indifferent from him. I there's some tracks where I liked him at. There's some there's like I don't I don't I never really
1: jumped Here's, on the bend I I, yeah it's
0: not that i jumped on the bed anyway i never really had an opinion of him because there, there was tracks where i heard from him. i'm like oh this guy can spit
1: see and, i felt and, the same i feel and like,
0: he could and he could skate He got a good flow
1: yeah 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 so you spit you could skate you could do it all. i i just felt that this song was a little interesting because he brought up some things that we obviously had never heard before about there being potential that he was being offered to be paid from another side and that um there's some legal I mean documents but like we all know out. like we've
0: all been like I don't know we've all been in certain relationships whatever fuck sorry about that I don't know we've all yeah. been in certain relationships and certain things but like it's usually the guy that's saying sorry the most was is in the wrong like you know what i mean like of when, when you're walking away when a bitch cheats on you it's usually her that's like but i still want to like negotiate and talk about doing this what about us and it's like you know what See, I mean? that's
1: the part that i found a little sus because if you're gonna yeah. double down and you're gonna be like yo you're a liar i just didn't say anything because for legal reasons it's like okay i can side with that but the fact that you're like i still feel like there's a chance for you and me and maybe we can and i'm still in love with you it's like no now you you're you're simping you're doing too much
0: yeah and and and, and yeah you know we will recognize real and I'm, I'm combing through these lyrics and I'm just like, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's not that I'm not saying that the dude, you know, is a punk or or, or a bitch or whatever. It's just, it's just, it's just, just, just too much, um, you know, but then again, man, like her story sounds all fucking so, so much twisted and lies. It's like, you never, there's, there's three sides to the story. There's of course
1: her, her side, and his, his side. side and the truth and the fucking truth, man. Well, that's what's um what's interesting is that we keep hearing these new narratives from like all oh, the best friend unfollowed Meg, and then she might come out with a statement, you know, oh. debunking the whole thing. And it's just like, yo, <sighs> until I get all the facts, like I just don't want to hear about it because it's just like he's obviously capitalizing on it by putting out a seventeen records trying to, you know, get those streams up and they're projecting like fifty thousand in the first week or whatever. So he's definitely gonna make a little light bag off of putting out this album. Just dropped a music video where he even said that I got a new bitch and whatever. So it's like you're contradicting yourself. you you still love the girl and miss her and you want to fix things up or you know you got a new bitch and you're moving up and you're doing a glow up well
0: i mean like there's there's two there's two parts of yourself that deal with breakups that's true so he's probably that was one day he wrote that song that like, oh, i miss this bitch and then he got really drunk and it's not oh, fuck that girl no we're gonna write this other song i got a new bitch now and it's like you know what i mean so i i get that you know what i mean Mind you, like he's not the first guy to do a. Remember, remember corrupt corrupted a whole fucking oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. whole album about Foxy Brown. So like he ain't he ain't the first fucking. Hard yeah, but corrupt never
1: shot Foxy Brown. That's a little with different. a gun. With a gun. Well, <laughs> we don't. Yeah, we don't know exactly what he. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah. So okay. So Tory Lane's like we we got to just wait until all the facts are out before we actually get into to the nitty gritty of that. But um, to um. To to change the subject and something else here, so I noticed that you have a very extensive shoe collection of Air Maxes.
0: Mm Hmm. Yes.
1: So where did that stem from, and is it just Air Max or do you have an affinity for just shoes in general?
0: No, I got I got a lot of colorways of Air Max '90s and Air Maxes. I, I I think they're the most comfortable and like cozy shoe, and it's not like you know. I got a few. I got I got a few Jordans. I got the charity game Jordans. I got the Fresh Prince Jordans. You know, I'm not a big Jordan guy. I, you know, I, I,
1: mean, I, well, I think I never was a Jordan guy because I couldn't afford them. Did you grow up being able to afford some nice shoes or no? No, no. Yeah. So no, I remember, so. um, when I was younger,
0: my brother always had the nicest shoes. So my parents would get my parent, immigrant parents, they'll get my older brother the nicest shoes. And then when, you get the hand me
1: down. That's classic. Well, for me, my older brother, by the time I was like 11, had kind of gone in his own direction. So I, got to get new shoes but they were not the fresh shoes. I remember everyone had N1s when I was playing basketball in like 6th grade. Like there was this one kid who had like the red interior one and then yeah. the, everyone else had the black and white joints. So yeah. I told my mom I'm like, "Yo mom, listen, I can't be on this team. Everyone's clowning me. They're like, "Yo, you need the N1s." So she's like, "What's what's the N1s?" I'm like, "Yo, it's one color on one side and one color on the other side." She takes me to Zellers, knowing damn well there is no N1s at Zellers, and I ended up leaving with these fucking gray and yellow zebra joints. Yeah. I got fucking Cloud. roasted um of course so yeah so for me i never i never grew up as like a sneakerhead. so for me i just kind of i felt like i missed the boat because even up until like my early 20s i couldn't really it
0: wasn't yeah no in me it's like i was i always liked sneakers i was like shoes i was like whatever but i was more i was more conventional with it like i'm i'm more like you know like there's some there's, there's some jordans out there where i see i like i don't you know i don't get the hype it's whatever you know like i feel like you know, if you got those Concords, like that's in everybody's
1: starter pack for sure. You know what I mean? And it's just I like those, but, but how yeah. do you feel about the Jordan One? Because I know that's a very controversial topic for some people. I know a lot of uh, people love the Jordan One. I hate it, personally.
0: Um, I mean, I get look it. The, the 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 template, the the actual shoe itself, the way it looks, the swoosh, the high cut. it's, it's, it's a classic fucking shoe. You know what I mean? But um it's like the macarena it's been, it's been driven down to the fucking ground you've been pounded it's like fucking um you know any any song from drake
1: yeah, yeah it's getting milked it's you're milked. hearing it everywhere at h&m good. you're hearing it in the subway station you're hearing it everywhere
0: so You see, you see old jewish guy with jordan one's on you and like ah. Now my accountant is wearing Jordan <laughs> Like I don't, don't want to fucking hang out with you now, fucking.
1: That's the thing. I feel like as adults, you need to come a point because the Last Dance documentary just came out where Jordan himself said he's like. Listen, if I got to be real, those Jordan 1s, I tried to put them on as like some like, celebra- ce- celebration game or whatever. He's like, my feet were bleeding by the end of the game. Those yeah. shits are not conducive for playing ball. So when I see grown ass men like in their mid 30s and 40s rocking Jordan 1s, I'm like, yo, bro, these are classics. These are the blessed ones. I'm like, yeah, but you can't even hoop in those, but you're wearing them yeah. with a suit. Like it looks nuts.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, they're clearly for fashion now. They're not for basketball. For and, sure. But at the end of the day, man, I mean, like, there's 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 some colorways that are nice you know i'm not gonna lie there's some nice ones out there that you can rock
1: but i feel like if you're dj khaled and you have a collection and an entire closet to it and you have a jordan deal yourself it makes sense but when i'm seeing like you're saying the accountant or some dude at his wedding and they're rocking jordan ones i'm like you know fam we got to grow out of this
0: yeah and it's it's too much and it's too much like and 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 the fact that there's so many jordan ones out there colorways it doesn't justify why they're like $300, bro. $280, $300. It's like, really? You're going to come out with, you're just going to replace the swoosh. Yeah. You're going to turn it red tomorrow. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah,
1: like, MJ's never even rocked those. Yeah. And you're get out there taxing That's three why, bills. Like,
0: for me, though, like I rock a lot of 90s, Air Max 90s, but I got some like dope ass colorways. I don't get no fucking, like, you want to see my shit in a Foot Locker? Like, I make sure, like, some exclusive one-off joints
1: so do you go Um, on like stock x or like one of these like kind of hype beast uh,
0: what i would do is before what happened was before like all the hype beast stock x was what happened was when i was like touring i would always uh like whether i'm in chicago or like la new york i would always come back with like shoes Mm. and before what i was doing i was just collecting shoes that i always wanted as a kid so um i got like the d brown uh, Reebok pumps Crazy. Like the one with the neon um, shoelaces and I got fucking Gary Payton glove the one with, with the zipper which is straight straight Nike mm. logo um, I got um, I just got the new Allen Iverson's
1: yes yeah, I'm uh, trying to get those of the uh, answers yeah, so the
0: answers and I got the fucking the, they, they released these these joints last year where I was like one color was blue and the other one the right foot was oh, red yeah yeah yeah. so i got those ones very happy with that purchase the bloods and the crypts yeah so you know i got i got it all going on and then i got a bunch of like dope ass like you know air maxes but like air maxes is my joint like i I'll, I'll rather just walk a bunch of um
1: so you're not different the, color you're not ways. the off-white guy you're not gonna go and line up and try to get no. a
0: raffle and no i'm not i here's a, there's, i'm a different type of asian i don't line up for the newest fucking I, don't, I won't line up for the ps5 i won't line up for the newest iphone i won't line up for fucking
1: shoes i won't line up fucking <laughs> so yeah. what which iphone do you have right now which version are you on uh, i'm using google pixel dog you yeah, same. Up. which one three or four
0: uh i had a four and then um water
1: damage i got a four and i got water damage Four water 30. damage
0: i felt like the four was was made to to just attract water
1: yeah no for sure uh um, i also went into a pool with it in my shorts and then it was submerged underwater for probably three minutes and then i was like oh fuck but even still they advertise it as a waterproof yeah. phone
0: no what happened with my phone was i just had the twins and then um my one of my sons uh he bit the bottom of the the, the phone case like i said it was just wet and then it went right into the charging port and the guy's like yeah it's two, 200 bucks to fix that and i'm like yeah so i'll get it fixed and then when i got it fixed it just kept malfunctioning the guy's like that's gonna be a 170 to fix it again and i'm like what the
1: fuck what do you mean man so that's how they got me they yeah. i went in there to get it fixed they they had it working for about 15 minutes i was riding high and then it started glitching and shit and there's like oh yeah the water board we have to go send it into the because once it's
0: you know i used to be in this game you know what i mean uh once it's uh um
1: there's corrosion when, on the mother once,
0: once it's water damaged they can't fix it it's yeah, game you're, over you're it's never gonna be the same again you know it's never gonna be safe. So you're not
1: gonna be using your SERB checks for um for new a forms? new phone? No. What are you going to use your Serb checks for? Or have you been using your Serb checks wisely? I'm liking
0: this ring light. I think um, I'm
1: the ring light that you have right there is dope. I like it. It's this. blessed. You can change it. Actually, I have a remote for it, but I don't use it. But you can change it. But I mean, I, I I want it for like homemade shit. pornos.
0: Like this looks like a, a homemade porno.
1: Have you ever shot a homemade porno before? Ooh, like high quality though?
0: A Homemade, but high quality? No, not a whole. A whole.
1: I once shot a night vision porno. And it was my longest performance. I think it was like a full hour. And um, it was... Right before my year of abstinence, so I nut in her butthole and like it was wild. But night all, vision, night vision. So it's all green. So this is like the Paris Hilton. Yeah, yeah, sex. that was my inspiration because this is like 2010 or whatever, right? So I was low key inspired by that, like the home footage. Like I think everyone when the Kim K Paris Hilton era was happening, everyone used their smartphones. Was like, yo, this, you know, can I film this? I haven't filmed myself having sex in years, but there no, was a no. there was a p- a point in time where I kind of low key it was a thing. But I feel like that's. uh I remember
0: a while ago, I I uh, I probably like shot something on I know, like a, like a on like a LG, <laughs> you know what I mean? like a I mean, one of those fucking the LG chocolate phone,
1: like a, it was a like, yeah uh, that, that shit cool. ended up being a fucking cartoon. These things are so pixelated.
0: Yeah, it looked like Minecraft.
1: That's a porno. nuts. Um, <laughs> what's your favorite porn category? Two.
0: You know what, man? I'm not gonna lie. Um, I'm a good compilation
1: guy. Mm, what kind I, I, of compilation My nice cream pie compilation all the no. time every time or maybe a facial but like I like a nice internal burst it's almost like confirmation like yeah
0: I don't like I don't
1: like the nut tell you the truth I don't mm. like the nut part of the porno interesting
0: uh, you know I live mean? for the nut because it's not that's not you know that doesn't correlate with like you know what, what could be happening currently so it's like let me decide when to you know uh, mm. but uh I I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, sometimes I'll do like, you know, ass riding compilation.
1: Actually, I I wondered who likes these things because I'm the kind of guy I need the completion. I'm like, I'll actually wait for the homeboy to nut and then I'm like, all right, it's good for me to go now. (laughs) It's almost like that. I'm waiting for my (gasps) cue to go. so nah. you actually are the guy who's like the um, reverse cowgirl compilation and the yeah. doggy style the yeah. gr- getting drilled hard from behind. Like that shit does it. I'm like, yo, I get angry. The worst thing ever is if I, you know how you like, sometimes you'll hang on to a video yeah. you want to see it through to the end. So I'm yeah. watching like this black raw thing or whatever, right? Yes, and I'm yes, seeing yes. this thing and I'm like, yo, okay, perfect. <laughs> and then right as it gets to the point of the nut, Shit goes black. The screen goes black. They faded. And they're like, oh, you want to see this whole nut? You got to go on the website. I'm like, you motherfuckers dragged me along for 27 minutes straight. I was committed. No, I, I was could, dedicated I could, I to this could chick. I can
0: bust to just the missionary part. That's fine. Or whatever. That's fine.
1: Well, I, I don't need to. Like, I don't know if that's a Filipino thing. Because my homie, uh, famous in Winnipeg, I'm going to out him right now. But he still can rock to a JPEG. If he just sees a picture. No. He that's, can rub no, one off.
0: Who the fuck? Absolutely not. he's this motherfucker a day Adventist? Like, what <laughs> <laughs> hell fucking no a jpeg god damn boy you might as well jerk off to the sears catalog fucking i used to but, but that's because uh, there was no other option this is a free porn man you can watch that's your, true jerk off in the palm of your hand you can fucking if you if you act right you could jerk off with your watch okay
1: have yeah. you ever stumbled across a category that you normally wouldn't have perused but then you're kind of intrigued because it was there and you're like well let to see what's good right, with this and i'll give you my example first just uh-huh. kind of make you feel a little bit better about it because. I have, like I said, this affinity for cream pies and my other category of choice is castings because I know most of them are fake, but they give you that (laughs) feeling of just like, ooh, I'm being tricked into this and I gotta do this right now. So there's like an innocence to it, right? But I was watching this casting and at the end of the casting, the guy ends up, you know, doing, busting his nut. But then he, like the video, I'm still seeing like, why is there still three minutes of this? So then after he busts his nut, he ends up peeing in this girl's mouth and then she swallows it. So I'm like, okay, this is kind of gross. Come on, man. But at the same time, time i'm like i'm in the process of nutting so that it kind of stuck in my brain where i had this correlation now with a nut associated to the peeing so i later on searched again i haven't since but there was that one moment where i was like a little bit intrigued where i'm like hmm, peeing in the mouth let me see what's what's good and I, i've never done it in real life and i probably never will i say probably because you never know but
0: i mean here's the thing with me i mean after i nut there's really no more fetish after that like, there's Fair no, enough. there's no more necessity like why do I gotta pee on the bitch out there she like, my <laughs> nut like this I know where my pee
1: can go like this yeah, now yeah, what yeah. am I supposed
0: to do oh yeah
1: <laughs> yeah well, that's what this guy was doing he's like well he's in French too so he's like oh yeah la bete oh eh yeah. it cochon. and he's like just saying the wildest shit in French pretty much calling it like a pig and a horn, whatever and it's like what do you yeah. gain from this and he makes her swallow it and all that kind of crazy shit but was there a category you stumbled on whether it be like you know the incestual stuff or the oh, old lady stuff or- you know what you
0: know what to tell you the truth man there was there was this new thing that that homie put me on um it's called uh uh, i forgot what it's called it's like an acronym but it just basically means there's an asian guy it's an asian guy Mm. right i think it's like am something something like asian man black girl or
1: like oh you know, that's AM. very niche that's very right. specific like
0: asian man white girl or like asian man like it's like it just starts with oh, am so like the
1: bbc's yeah 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 okay. so
0: um homie put me on and he's like yo man this there's now an asian dick hmm. and you can just pretend it's yours that's interesting because you know it's, mean? it's just like oh shit okay this motherfucker represent um it wasn't like it wasn't like i um something I stumbled across. I remember he he was telling me about it. And then I I guess my phone was just listening. Mm. Cause then when I looked at it, I was like, how the fuck do you know? I was searching about to search this. Oh, they know. And they're listening. They're listening. And, um, I I thought it was interesting. I was like, no, that I is interesting it, too I because was,
1: i i feel like whenever i go to my homepage, i don't know if it's because they're listening that this is the case where i don't really stumble across something that's really too far off of my realm but only time i ever see like an asian joint is like a bukkake or like some japanese shit where like shits are blurred like yeah. censored areas so
0: this, is, this is like a straight up um uh, like he's he's a he's a fucking um uh, like a casting guy or something or like Yeah, like a casting guy. Like he's got his fucking own camera. Oh. He's an American dude too. So he's like, oh, he could be European. But he does it with like American porn stars and stuff like that. So like it was crazy. And and uh I came across that and I, I you know I went to a rabbit hole. Like, you know, you're ever busting up not you're like, let me see what else motherfucker Of
1: course. Guy. Let me see what this motherfucker got. Let me yeah. see his
0: content. And I was like, yo, this guy if,
1: Fuck a lot of good girls. I did that with uh, this dude, Ricky Johnson, this black dude, because he kept piping these baddies. And what I liked about him is that he never talked. Because I hate when a motherfucker gets too into it. There's this one dude, Oliver Gray, who's got his whole arm tattooed, like really black. And like, he's got these weird numbers, all this shit. That guy moans and groans more than the tings. I'm like, bro, you got to ease up with the noises. But like the Ricky Johnson guy is just, his dick is just there. (laughs) <laughs> so like you know he's out here piping these things, but he's not very vocal. He's not like yeah, baby, yeah, I do it or whatever. Because when I hear a guy who's yeah, like yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, and I'm like chill out. Like what are you dealing
0: with? Like, you interrupting the fucking moment, man. Yeah, you, you like I'm not out. trying to
1: come simultaneously with that guy. That guy's too much. <laughs> Ricky johnson's is more my pace. Yeah. But anyways, all right. So let's wrap this up because we're pressed for time over here. But where can the people find you if they're looking for Mr. Keith Pedro?
0: Um, where can they find me? Yeah, at Keith Pedro. Everything at Keith Pedro. Twitter
1: keith page on facebook very simple and when can we expect this uh keith at real podcast to come back because we need it the people need it
0: we are we are gonna do it but i'm working on something with a homie and and that the problem with my podcast was uh i felt like i needed another personality and and Mm. and i'm gonna i'm gonna upgrade the game you know what i mean because i see that you do your your solo podcast sometimes how do you like the solo episodes don't you feel like the, the reasons,
1: yeah. The reasons I do it are because it forces me to have no excuses to put out content. So yeah. I, if I tell myself every single Monday you're getting a podcast, I don't have to rely on a guest. Because exactly. you know how hard it was for me to get you to come exactly. over here. You exactly. wanted to do it, but yeah. things happen. So it takes three weeks, four weeks, whatever. So now I'm at a pace where literally like this one. people are seeing it on thursday of the following week so i'm stacking up as much content as i can just so that i can have it but of course the banter is way better with somebody else yeah but i so that's why now that i've implemented guests i can shrink my solo. yeah
0: we do it in a different format we just literally had spoke about it me and the homie nick reynolds and i don't know if you know nick yeah yeah yeah. super funny tiny little guy um we did it we did um uh a few few things together, and and our personalities just match very well. Like I've, I've I started comedy with this guy; he's one of my best friends in in, in life, never mind comedy. So, um, shout out to him and like fucking we got something brewing, and it's gonna be nice. It's gonna be like a nice little format. We're gonna have like it's not gonna be um you know uh what's the word um I wouldn't I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's gonna be um evergreen but it's gonna be very uh very timeless like uh different type of uh format to the to the (laughs)
1: to the podcast
0: you know what i mean which is
1: dope you always got to reinvent it because i mean at the end of the day it's like and i've 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 said this to a couple of the people like when i hear a podcast that is a complete duplicate of another podcast That's kind of when I'm just like, do we need another one of these? But when I see something like a king in this thing where it's like, you know, it's a it's something that's familiar, but it's also very unique. And it's, you know, it's something that it has you could tell it has longevity. That's the kind of content that I want to see. And that's why even with my thing, I'm rebranding it now where I'm talking more so about my own demons, my sex addiction and my online dating shit and whatever, because I'm like how many guys in their 30s admit to having all of these fucking demons and like you know the yeah no you got exactly it, so. you got to
0: come with it you gotta so you gotta it.
1: come with your own shit but either way we're looking forward to that make sure you guys follow yeah, him at keith pedro um, thanks of buddy course,
0: Yo, let's let uh let's do this again man
1: we got to man we got to and uh i will be on keith at real we're gonna make it happen
0: we're gonna make it happen my guy bless up thanks a lot guys and peace my dude thank you.